Hi, everyone. This is Adam Nicholson, and welcome to the Help More People podcast. You can find more information about me and my work at adamnicholson.co. I help spiritually conscious entrepreneurs find more clients and help more people. We have a special show for you today with John Odlum. John is a massage therapist and master aromatherapist, and to be completely transparent, he is also my teacher and friend, so I've had the honor of seeing his work up close. John has always amazed me because not only is he very wise and in touch with his intuition and guides and angels, but he's also very grounded. Uh, His business in West Hartford continues to grow, and he is known and respected throughout the region for his work. So very happy to have you here. First part of this, have you here, John? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here. So John, in the first part of this interview, I wanted to dive into your massage business and talk to you about how you built that. I mainly because I see a lot of massage therapists struggling to make ends meet. Um, And I'm hoping you could shed some light on how you built your business. So could you just start by telling us, you know, the path that, that got you there in the first place? I mean, how did you become a massage therapist and what brought you there? Of course. Yeah. I, I went to school. I got a degree in psychology actually. So I did kind of an about face. Um, I took a lot of different odd jobs, but what I realized was I was more successful even in the odd jobs I took that I had a passion for. So I worked in the travel industry, a little bit of design, so things that I was interested in. And I was always interested in massage. Um, I loved receiving them. And I knew uh, just through a lot of meditating that my calling was to help people in a different way. So I listened to that and I went to a discovery workshop uh, at the massage school, which is now Cortiva, but it was Central um, CCMT uh, in Newington. And when I did a weekend workshop there, I just fell in love with it um, and knew that I was destined to do that. So I went to school uh, the next semester and it was a fantastic experience through that following that uh intuition it opened up so many other doors it opened up uh me moving to sedona me connecting with energy healing and different types of therapy work and aromatherapy so it really by answering that call it led me to uh what i was meant to be doing and uh so i'm really grateful for always listening to that, you know, and when I wouldn't listen to my intuition, it would really uh, make me stumble and fall (laughs) and get, you know, uh, I'd have to pick myself back up. And so this time it was really, really great to go to the school and I became licensed and I went to Sedona and learned firsthand from Wisdom of the Earth, the aromatherapy. And um, I moved back east And I started my business by really outreaching to the community. So what I would do would find local businesses and I would set up chair massage. Um, I did lots and lots of chair massage and it seems 
mundane and i and i see a lot of people struggle with doing that um it's worth it because you do get paid in people um you have to connect with people so that was one thing that i did a lot of i did different health fairs getting a booth um at the local health fairs was super helpful to get my name out there um also social media when that came to the forefront creating a page for myself helped a lot um and really you know chamber of commerce is good if you want to join that just to connect to businesses and to get your name out there i think that's the biggest piece and to not stop doing that um it's a consistency that i think pays off and the only reason i was able to be consistent was because i loved doing it and i think if you're not loving what you're doing you have to reconsider and and look a little bit deeper to find that yeah i think that's a really good point in terms of you know being consistent because i think you know i struggle with this and i see a lot of other folks that do too you try something it doesn't work you get discouraged and you move on to something else but particularly things like networking it just takes really you know, hitting the pavement on a consistent basis and making those connections and building those relationships. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that, um, about that consistency is, you know, if you start to get discouraged, which I think it's easy to do as an entrepreneur because there's nobody really pushing you. And so you're your own motivation. And again, that passion fuels that motivation but i think having a clear vision too so really taking time to meditate and have clear set goals something to reach within for instance one week at a time even um i would sometimes do that uh putting out there and really feeling i'm gonna have three new clients this week and then if I'm focused on that, I would tend to do things that would bring that into my life. And it sounds so simple, but it actually works if you stay focused on those things. And I think what happens, and I noticed myself too, I'd have to pull back, is when I would try to make it too big um, and too soon. And um, I see a lot of impatience with that and discouragement. And when you make a too big of a vision too quick, it tends to kind of throw things off. Um, so like smaller, more attainable goals. And when you see them and feel them come into your business, then it just gives you more and more of a foundation to build from. And mm -hmm. so smaller, more attainable goals at first with a bigger goal in mind, a vision, but to really focus on those, I feel like helped me push through. So, mm. Uh, I think that's really good advice. I know I talk to, you know, a lot of energy healers, you know, that I think as a, as a generally, you know, very optimistic and positive people who want to help, you know, mm -hmm. thousands and millions. So that, so we set these huge goals that, that are just, you know, they're simply not attainable in the short term. And I agree. Like, I think it is great and important to hold that space and hold that intention that that, that opportunity is out there. But in the meantime, yeah, you have to know what you're going to do this week and this day. Right. Because like you said, there is no one there pushing you except yourself. Right. And I found that I know a lot of times people get 
interfere with finances and stuff like that, which is understandable. But it's um, finding a place to, when you're actually manifesting and focusing, to be as calm as you can. Um, I think whatever it takes for for you to get to a place of like trusting is also really important because you don't want to start putting things out there in a frantic passion. I've seen that too a lot. And um, just watching what you're putting out there too, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, that's also super important. Mm -hmm. Can you tell, can you talk a little bit more about this? um, You know, when you're in meditation and you are intentionally, you know, manifesting saying, uh, I'm going to find three new clients this week. I feel like there's a big disconnect between folks between that step. Um, yep. And then the actual, what happens after the meditation? Cause I see what, I mean, what I see often is, you know, manifesting that, yes, I'm going to find three new clients and then they continue to just meditate. And I, mm-hmm. and without, going out and doing the work to find those three clients. Yes. Yeah. So the first step is you've got to be in touch with, like I was mentioning, what you would want for your business. That's that's the most important step. But yeah, you, we got these bodies for a reason. <laughs> we have this mind for a reason. We have to get out there. So all the other things I had mentioned, you continue consistently doing with that thing that you meditated on really at the forefront, almost like a mantra, um, especially in the beginning, to really focus the energy. So you get that focus first for meditation. And then the practical part is like making that plan. Okay, how many people have I reached out to today? How have I created a Facebook page or Instagram page or whatever it is that's best for your business? Have I connected to the massage? the school for outreach have i gone to a health fair you know so all of these things are then the meditation is really just to kind of motivate and fuel the passion to go out and do it mm-hmm. if that if that helps so all of those steps that i took i first meditated really visualized and connected with what it was i wanted in a short term goal and then that helped to put me into more of an observation of what was actually happening and if I was blocking it too. So as I went out there, if things were not working, I went back and made sure, was I in fear this week? Was I you know, not holding that vision? Um, and oftentimes it was true. Something was blocking me. And then I would go back. So it fine-tuned my own instrument to where I knew when when to put something out there and when I needed to kind of step back and get clearer. So it's, it's an interesting balance, but the first step is really connecting to what it is you really want to pull in and be specific Mm -hmm. Um, and be reasonable. You know, don't, don't push it to the point where you start to, if you start meditating and, and you start to feel stress or force or pushing, like pull back. Just do something that is that feels at ease, and then go out and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I that, really. Yeah, because that meditating actually informs your thoughts. It kind of helps inspire 
and bring you into different directions and focus. And you'll be more apt to see these opportunities in front of you if you and if you hadn't been clear or meditated on what you wanted, you may be going in scattered directions and not as grounded, right? For me, it really grounded me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I really love that. I know from just a recent personal experience, my business was, you know, I was shifting a little bit and changing, needing to change the language, but I was so... I was really scattered and I wasn't grounded about it and I was really struggling. And, you know, for a few weeks I was getting no, you know, no one was coming in and I couldn't figure out why. And then finally, you know, intentionally going into meditation to quiet that space. And of course, you know, the information came in, I integrated it in and then you know, magically people start showing up. I mean, of course it takes, it, there's a lot of work behind the scenes yes. that went into that, but, <laughs> um, but energetically it definitely worked that way. And, you know, and, and I had to get to a place of stillness and, and, and grounding that I, and I had to do that intentionally because it, it wasn't coming on its own. I think that's part of the, the becoming empowered as an entrepreneur too, because it's an empowering path to take. Uh, you have to face your fears. You have to really get real with yourself with creating a business. You're actually creating something. And um, it's interesting. I feel like that's that's just the most important thing. And I think that I often hear people, especially in massage, like, oh, people, everyone canceled on me this week. And what I've learned over the years, and I know that can be frustrating, but I've also learned to take that time. And oftentimes I realize, like, I really needed that break. And, it, and then the money comes in. And, like, when I get out of that fear and I realize, well, why did this happen? And oftentimes it'll be like, because you pushed too hard the last two weeks. You need a break <laughs> because we also have to remember that piece too. Sometimes you need to, you have to, self-care is so important, in, especially in massage um, and healing work. And I often see people going to burnout and you really have to be aware of your limit. It's not your colleague's limit, it's your limit. And that takes the meditation as well. Just really mm-hmm. honoring your own body and mind and where are you at? And taking a day off is fine. And oftentimes I've seen that when I was pushing myself, the whole next day would cancel. And I at first was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then I realized, oh, take care of myself. And I, I would joke with friends of mine because I would take a vacation, a much needed vacation, and I would be gone on vacation. And I would get registrations for classes while on vacation. I would the book all these clients would book like while I was away on vacation I was and I would just laugh I'm like when you take care of yourself the universe responds um Mm -hmm. every single I've seen that all the time and so it's when you're honoring that energy like you talked about your business when you've got clear it that's the unseen part but it always comes in when you line up properly um the people come Mm -hmm. they really do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I I totally agree. And, you know, going back to the point you said about like a week when everyone cancels, I think one of the hardest things too is in that moment of frustration or you don't know what's happening is just learning or one of the hardest steps I've had to learn is to be grateful for those moments and to just n- know that it's happening for a reason say thank you and then use that time wisely instead of just sitting in a funk and fuming about mm-hmm. every everyone whose yeah, life got in the way exactly i would take those off days of clients and clients is part of the business but i would just take those off days and i really started to get into the groove it's a whole different mode and I would use it. I would go out and that would be a time to do the business side of things, you know, or, you know, reach out to more people, you know, Mm -hmm. it was, and it just becomes a rhythm. And I think, um, as long as you check the fear at the door, you know, it's a different rhythm. It's not the nine to five. It's not, you know, the even flow, um, but it has its own flow. And I'm super grateful you know, for that, there's a freedom in it. Mm. Going back to when you started out as a massage therapist, can you tell us a little bit about like, what goals did you have when you started and how did those shift over time? Well, it's interesting. I mean, I wanted, I was very interested in energy healing and meditation too. And I was kind of like holding space for all of those and through all, a lot of the things I was talking about, just being clear and setting goals. Uh, I wanted to have my own business. I was working for other massage businesses at first, um, and then it just went from there. Um, I had a business out actually out of my home for a, lot, a little while, which was actually sweet. It worked really well, um, and then that shifted uh to the office I'm in now. So that was actually a great start. So I started by um, offering my services to other businesses, which worked for me in the beginning. Um, But at the same time, I was very interested in the meditation and of course the aromatherapy. So I started to do guided meditation groups. Um, So I was doing other things to support these short-term visions, but also the things that I really had a passion about. I wanted to share these things. And I found that between the massage, the aromatherapy, and the meditation, I literally just wanted to put that out there. You know, it was from my heart. And it happened really easily because of that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I would just start setting up, again, at local venues, yoga studios, um, it's great to support other businesses and to bring in different clientele to different areas of the state I was going to, um, and just getting myself out there and sharing these passions. Um, and that was bringing in clientele as well, because at these events, I found the meditation events were an incredible, uh, marketing because I would be building a mailing list. I would be getting their emails. I would also be, letting them know that I do massage and aromatherapy and then they would come in for a session or call me and set something up. So I found the next, just through following my passion again, this meditation acted as another vehicle of marketing 
So doing informational classes on aromatherapy would bring people in to know more and then they might book a massage with aromatherapy oils and so it would just start to kind of merge naturally um and as things kept building um it actually kind of became more seamless like everything started to fit together and i would say also as you get going and as your business starts to build um you may have a lot of tools in your tool belt. Really see how they marry together. Um, I think that's important. Like usually if you're passionate, they will come together um, as mine did. Um, and so it really is, that's what happened to me. You know, I just started just doing things that were so natural and um, effortless and full of passion that it all started to inform me from there. Um, mm. honestly. And, um, and while using the basic grounding groundedness of like, yes, getting myself out there and, but it just started to help accessing more people. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like that concept of, of, you know, marrying together the things that you're passionate about and that you're good at, which I think can be a struggle, especially, you know, I think often we look we look to others, we would look at other successful people to see what they've done and then we try to mirror that and you know, it usually doesn't match up with what with what we're doing. Um I know for me, as as I mean, you know, I've been working doing sound healing and learning aromatherapy from you and I've and I've always kept it separate from my business and my marketing business. And it was just always this sort of extra thing I had lingering out there, even though I spent, you know, a lot of my free time with that. Um, And then finally coming to the, you know, having the epiphany that I could do these together, you know, I could offer sound healing to my clients to help, you know, clear up the energetic blocks or, you know, with their business or, you know, with their own path as an entrepreneur and that has, uh, it was such an amazing feeling when those things, again, as you said, it just sort of naturally came together. And when it did, it felt right. And uh, it's just such a such a great combination. Yeah, and I love that. It is a great combination. And I look forward to that, actually. <laughs> um, I actually, that's such a good point. And I feel like, um, how did we get to that point? is also important because I I know a lot of people struggle again with um, how do I marry them? You know, um, they'd start to get into fear about that too, right? So they're getting ahead of themselves. And I feel like it really is about being present. However it is, meditation's great. Whatever it is, you need to remain present, Um, calm, you know, while you're making these kinds of decisions is super important. And for me, it was I was enjoying myself so much doing all these things that it was literally just, oh, and that's the next logical step. And the next logical step was, well, let me get a mailing list going. Okay, and let me invite these people in for sessions. And, oh, wow, look at this. And it just continues to expand. And, you know, I do um, something called true belief healing, and it's 
it's so funny. Everything that I studied in psychology, now it's all come full circle, but in a more holistic light. So that was a fascinating turn that um, kind of married the oils, the body work, and the energy work with a, a form of talk therapy, which I found fascinating. And it just kind of came, became born out of, I kept seeing people repeating the same patterns over and over again. So I studied theta healing. I studied all these different um, methods, and it just became married into this because that started to become a passion of mine as well. Um, and, um, yeah, so number one is if you're not passionate about what you're doing, re take a deep look because there's something else that you may be you know, not being in touch with. And mm -hmm. uh, that if you're not in your purpose, the, you, the universe will show you. So it's never really a fail. Um, I think that's also what people fear a lot of. If something doesn't pan out, then you just have to tweak it. You have to see where you misstepped. And being really honest, if you're super happy doing what you're doing, that attracts people in. It's just, it really is the number one thing, and that is the number one fuel. So, out of anything. Uh, well, thank you for that, John, and thank you for all of this incredible advice. I think this is really insightful to folks who are trying to build their massage business or looking to go into massage. Um, you know, it's a can seem like a crowded field out there, but I think there is room there's always room opportunity for people to grow and be successful. Absolutely. Yep. There's plenty of people out there to massage and plenty of people that need it. So don't buy into that. All you massage therapists. <laughs> right. Thank you, John. That was really wonderful. And I think helpful to all those folks out there looking to get into massage or looking to grow their business. Um, if you'd like to find more information about John, you can go to trueelements.com. That's T-R-U-E-L-E-M-E-N-T-S.com. And John, would you like to take a few moments to plug your services and tell us a little bit more about you? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, I have. Obviously, I offer massage therapy. I've been a massage therapist for about 17 years now. And I utilize Reiki and aromatherapy during my sessions. And I offer something called True Belief Healing, which I help people to identify limited beliefs and patterns that are making them struggle in their lives. Um, anything from physical, emotional, mental, and relationship issues um, I work with to help clear those patterns. And uh, I teach medicinal aromatherapy all over, actually all over the country now, and uh, certification courses. And I do have one coming up in just a few weeks in October in Columbia, Connecticut, beautiful, right on the lake. So I offer meditations with sound um, all over the state as well. So just check out my website and uh, be happy to take any questions from you guys. Thanks. And uh, just a, a point, the True Belief sessions can be done remotely, right? Yes, they can be done. I have clients all over the country. Some Skype, FaceTime, uh, or over the phone is just as effective. All right. 
So again, that's trueelements.com, T-R-U-Elements.com. Thank you again, John. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much, Adam.